0: I was bummed that I had to pay $2.99 to rent it. Let's put it that way. Oh my gosh, you're (laughs) fucking dramatic.
1: Let's go to yours. If you want to talk about fucking the implausibility of there not being a fucking blacksmith walking around, you want to get into your movie?
0: (laughs) I want to get into my movie. Let's hear it.
1: Happy Friday, folks. Welcome to the Chief in Podcast. January is feeling 22 today. I hope you're having a great day. Daniel, how are you doing?
0: I am doing fan freaking tastic. Besides the fact that I just watched.
1: Uh, wait, wait, wait. Possibly- Real quick, quick disclaimer, everyone. Everything Daniel says from here on out is fabrication, it's blasphemy, it's libel. And I'm looking into hiring Rudy Giuliani right now as my personal attorney to take him on to the highest courts. Continue, Daniel.
0: All right, as I was saying... I just watched one of the best movies I've ever seen in my entire life. And it was a great recommendation. Bryce is such a great friend and I love him to the moon and back.
1: uh, We're already arguing pre-show. The premise of what you clicked on, you saw the title already. We're basically going (laughs) at two movies that are somewhat debated in pop culture. I presented a movie that I enjoy that Daniel does not enjoy. He presented a movie that he enjoys that I wasn't very like fond of. But here's the thing, folks. This isn't, like, in my top five... This is no... This isn't my top five of movies. I don't love it, but I think it gets shit on way harder than it should be. With that grandest, I think I'll continue. I
0: think... What I said before was blasphemy, okay? Except for the, the latter part. I do appreciate you, Bryce. Love you to the moon and back. All that shit. But that movie was garbage. No. Now, before... Before we get into that, though, I want you guys to like wherever you're listening, subscribe, share the content, comment after the show is over, and let us know what you like about the movies that we bring up or what you hate about the movies we bring up. I want to hear your guys' input as well, because I know my input on both of these movies, and I feel like I'm correct, and Bryce is wrong.
1: Guys, make sure you're following us on social media. We're on video now, so i I had an outfit change before this because I remembered. Oh wait, I'm on camera. I'm gonna be- so did
0: I. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't look like that now. So,
0: yeah. dude, I was I was wearing like a uh, an athletic red shirt, and then I I come back and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I I got to change, so I like put on a nicer like thermal shirt, and I walk out. My mom's like, hey, what's uh, what's the? I'm like. Hey video what are you gonna do
1: you know what no hollywood wardrobe stylist has done ever is put an actor in a red athletic shirt
0: yeah i know that's why i took it off <laughs> i don't even think they like in in movies when they run marathons they don't wear that shit they're yeah. like no 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 no. he's wearing a suit okay and he's carrying a gun this is 007 we're talking about here <laughs> and
1: get some hair gel in him
0: yeah, <laughs> he's going to be the one doing the starting pistol, okay? But it's a silencer. Could you imagine that? A silencer is a starting pistol and no one knows when to go?
1: That'd be hilarious. <laughs> or like a bit where it's like a, a deaf person, so they don't even hear the, the normal gun.
0: Or like a whole group of deaf people. Like it's like a, a foundation. <laughs> and they're like, ready. <laughs> and they're all just standing around.
1: Uh-huh. And the announcer's like, let's go.
0: Yeah, they're like, yeah, go, go, go. <laughs> Oh man, I just saw the most wholesome video of my life. I as you know, I'm a very big Harry Potter fan, and I saw this girl open up a box for Christmas, and she's clearly blind, and she's like ripping open the the packaging, opens at the top of it, and then like this, like this orange booklet with like spiral uh side or spiral binding of it, and she like flips through it, and then she starts like looking at the pages or feeling the pages, and you see that there's nothing on it, and you're like, oh, it's probably something in Braille, right? And she goes, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. <gasps> oh my gosh, now I can read it. And she's like, yeah, you get to read Braille now. And then they're like, and we got you all the other books. And she's like, oh my God. And I was like, dude, this is tugging on my heartstrings right now. This is amazing because I love Harry Potter. And the fact that she can now join in on that is amazing.
1: Do you think they shit on people in the Braille community for listening to audiobooks instead of brailing? I don't know. That's actually a good question because I for us visually, what's the opposite of impaired?
0: Blessed. Um, no, I don't. Just like visually gifted, not gifted. No, gifted would mean like you have like even better sight. If you were in a society where only blind people existed and then you had sight, then yeah, you'd be considered visually gifted. I don't even know what it would be called. Just just normal.
1: Tis the season whoa normal now you're throwing around some like aggressive okay not adjectives. normal but you know
0: i mean it's it's the norm to have eyesight that's what i'm trying to say oh, i'm not saying
1: okay yeah great heart-warming it is. moment now you gotta tell that little girl that
0: oh man don't do this man i just told you how wholesome this was and how it tugged my heartstrings don't do this to me bryce
1: Before we get uh, into, I had a thought that normally we wrap the show with, but I feel like we're going to be going on these movies for a while, so I wanted to address the thought. I was just like randomly thinking. I heard the word like cursive and the idea of cursive writing in a podcast, and I was thinking, man, do you think like the way that we look at hieroglyphics, like back in the day and like cave drawings and stuff, trying to like understand what the wording was because it's not normal language that. People like thousands of years from now are going to try to look back at cursive and be like, what the hell is this? Just because it's already starting to phase its way out of like education with kids.
0: Yeah, that's pretty true. I feel like it would eventually, it wouldn't be as much like hieroglyphics because that's like one picture is a word. But when you have cursive, it's all like the same lettering. It's just all tightly woven together. Secondary thought of what you just mentioned. Do you think they have cursive Braille? No. (laughs) What? pretty straightforward answer. I'm glad that we got through that. Anyways.
1: <laughs> it's just a smudge dot.
0: <laughs> it's just a big curly Q and they're like, I think that's an E. I don't know.
1: All right, folks, without further ado, again, what we're doing today is kind of addressing some uh, hot movies. I, my, The movie that I presented that I said, hey, it isn't too bad, but I know a lot of people shit on it, is M. Night Shyamalan's The Village. Uh, the movie, Daniel, you presented is...
0: Swiss Army Man by the two, the Dans, I, I don't remember their names, it's like something Dan or Dan something. There's also, it's weird because there are two guys named Dan, there's a guy named Paul Dano in the movie, which is the guy with the beard in the beginning, and Daniel Radcliffe is the secondary character. So it's like, it's all just a bunch of Dans here, man. It was a movie built for me. It's
1: the Dan good time. Oh, that's why you like it.
0: That's why I like it because there's so many Daniels involved.
1: Okay, now it's starting to make sense. You, uh-huh, do you want to get into together. mine first, or are we going to get into? Yeah. Yours
0: so first? the way we're doing it is, I'm going to present everything that I hated about the movie, um, give it my final analysis and score, and then you are going to try to defend um, your side of the story after I've given you reasons. I think that or ways I think they could have improved the movie, right? Yep. Okay. So first off. The red-haired, chick, the red-haired chick's blind acting is so bad. You know, it's it interesting
1: me so... that you like the movie Full of dance and I like the movie where the lead actress's name is Bryce.
0: Oh, no way. I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah, it's funny. Bryce Dallas Howard, <laughs> dude.
0: Yeah, she's, she's, um, actually she's a great actress, but in this movie, her acting was It terrible. wasn't
1: too bad because I will attest so to, th- I'll, I won't interrupt you anymore from here on that. I had to interrupt there. But uh, it wasn't that bad because I was watching it next to Logan, who was not watching it with me. She turned over and she's like, oh, is that a blind person? See, and she knew.
0: Okay, but the, it's the only saving grace was because she had a cane. There were scenes where no. she okay. wouldn't react to people walking up to her. She would react as she turned and saw them, and she's like, "Oh, Ezekiel, hi!" And you're like, "No, that that doesn't make any sense at all." the The fact that she had a cane was her only saving grace. She I didn't realize colors. she was blind for such a long time. What? <laughs> like too long, where it was like uh, until she started using the cane, and I was like, "She's blind." I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, Okay, so so that was my first thing. Second. Oh, spoiler um,
1: alerts, folks. I forgot to mention that. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Huge spoiler alerts, by the way. Like, immense spoiler alerts right now. All right, second. The whole bad color thing was so stupid. It did not further the plot at all. I don't think that you needed that in the movie at all. Like, having them being afraid of the color red, what's the point? So that, that... could have just been taken out entirely because first off if anyone has a nosebleed, if anyone cuts their hand if a girl has her period she can be freaking out like oh my god the monsters are gonna come now because i'm bleeding yeah it's a control thing yeah and then also um hello what was the main character's hair color
1: Uh, oh oh i know yeah i put that i said it's pretty hilarious that in a movie afraid of red they casted a redhead
0: Right, like you think <laughs> that they just blame her like for everything. Have They're given like, "You're the reason." I know exactly. Come on. Um, okay, now I gotta say I did not buy into this movie like at all. Um, for buy instance, into if what? they ha-
1: did, you did you watch in the dark?
0: No, I watched. Oh yes, I watched in the dark. Sorry. Um, for instance, if they had made this movie more suspenseful or scary, then it would have helped improve the movie so much. Like show the monsters more and have their interactions with them. Um... And make them scarier. Because if you're not, then I feel like I feel like they wanted to be like Jaws, where you don't see the, the, the monster very often. And it just didn't work out in this movie. Because you know that Jaws is, like, super aggressive and has a lot of damage. But these monsters didn't. It was like, oh, no. They shaved a cat and killed it. Ooh. And then they scratched on the barn door. Ooh. That was it. Like, it didn't seem that intense. Even right. when she was, like, standing out next to the door... And there's a reason the why it there. wasn't
1: a test because it's all fear-based. It's like it's I, a
0: movie about a cult. No, I get that. I get that it's about a cult, but at the same time, you have to make the viewers buy into the fact that it's scary. If you don't have them buy into it, then you're not going to. I bought I, I'm into not gonna the feel fact for those that these people.
1: people were afraid. I bought into that 100.
0: I guess, but at the same time, it just didn't make, I, I, I couldn't buy into the fact that they were, that I should be scared of them. And other so like, side
1: note, on like the creature not appearing a ton, that's like typical M. Night Shyamalan. Like in Signs, you rarely see the character until like they start doing like the final fight scene. And then also when they do like the news clips around the world where the character's popping up. Also, in you know, Sixth Sense, you don't know that the thing in front of you the whole time is like the scary thing.
0: Yeah, but that was a good movie, and Signs was pretty good, too. The whole, like, them being allergic to water was kind of hokey. Because it's like, dude, you land on a planet that's 75% water. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? Um, let's see. Hang on. What's my next thing? Oh, yeah. Uh, where's the logic here? They don't let a guy who has the ability to see where he is going and is considered Fearless to travel into town to get medicine, but the second a blind chick wants to travel into unfamiliar terrain, they're like, Yeah, dude, let, let her go. Let's do it. So stupid. The logic there is so flawed.
1: Yeah, I guess it kind of is if you think about it, but it's more of a trust thing.
0: Okay. I think they um, trusted
1: her to like. Look, these things are fake, and you need to go get your husband some um, your your boyfriend some fucking meds. So we trust you to keep this shit on in wraps and go do it.
0: Yeah, and I guess the fact that maybe because she's blind, when she sees the outside world, she can't really relay that to the people in the town. That that kind of makes sense, but at the same time, it's like, dude, you're gonna send a blind chick to unfamiliar terrain to go get medicine when she has to hop over a fence. Go into town, and the guy's like, "No, no, no! You got to stay here." What if he didn't have her stay there? Then she'd be going into a different part of the town or the the wall, and she'd have no idea how to get back home. Yep. Um. Anyway, uh, Noah chasing well, her no, no, down. No, no, no. The
1: idea was that she wouldn't be alone. She was supposed to go with those two guys, technically. Yes, and that's they, true. They chickened out.
0: Yeah, what little pussies? Come on, dude. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Noah chasing down, uh, I don't remember her name, but the main girl in the monster suit makes no sense at all. Like, what were his motives there? Why was he putting on that suit and chasing after her? No one even told her or told him that she was out there.
1: He slapped or she came in and slapped the shit out of him.
0: No, I, I know that, but it's like no one told him that she was out there. So how would he know to put that suit on and go out there? And why wouldn't he be afraid when he saw it in the first place? Oh,
1: because he wasn't afraid of them the whole time. Remember the whole movie's like, oh, they're coming. Oh, He's like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And the dude was but snapped. I- like, his psychological mind state at that point had to have been nuts. He just killed someone, got locked in, quote, unquote, prison. Found a monster suit, something he's supposed to be afraid of. Who knows what's going on through that guy's head. But yeah, him finding her is coincidental, but it seemed like it was like not within hours. Like she was out there for like a day or so, right?
0: Oh, more than that. It was a half day's walk to get to the road where she yeah. was. So, you know, maybe, maybe like... Because uh... like there's
1: a scene where she's like under the tarp in the rain singing to herself, which has to be terrifying.
0: Yeah, but that thing, that was dumb. They put the tarp, like, there was, like, a big, huge, like, swoop in the tarp. All the rain would just pool up in there. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> come on. Okay, Um. so my final synopsis is this. Oh, oh, okay, sorry, one more thing. Um. Where are all the iron workers and blacksmiths and, I guess, candle makers and all that stuff? Like, they should have, if they had shown more of the town, I would have much more bought into the the fact that they were self-sustaining in that society because all i saw was the church
1: interesting take wanting to see more blacksmiths
0: i'm just saying okay look the okay the nails the locks the lanterns the freaking bell where do you get this material how'd you make those well they've
1: been there for like it had to have been like 20 years right because i think they just raised their kids there
0: Yeah, but don't you think any of those kids have questions like, where did this hard substance come from that we're ringing?
1: I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure there were some of those people in society, but yeah, they were not
0: featured. I'm just saying, some of those things, if you had done these things, I would have definitely bought into the movie more. Um, So basically, this, this is just a rundown of everything that I just said and my reasoning for why I say it's crappy. Um, If they had gotten someone better to play a blind person, or at least worked on her acting to to be better at being blind, um, taken out the fear of the bad color from the movie, since it didn't really further the plot anyways, taken out the part where Noah goes into the woods, dresses the creature because he had really no motive to go in there in the first place and didn't know she was in there, made the monster's interactions more scary and suspenseful to actually make you buy into the fact that the townspeople should be afraid of these things, and they had done the reveal at the very end after she'd gotten all the supplies it would have made the movie so much better like to make it more of a psychological thriller kind of like shutter island as the medicine is being administered to lucius at the very end of the of the show or at the at the very end show her sitting there remembering her dad explaining about all the monsters and the big reveal of the shed and them being the actual monsters and like the society that he's created, and her just kind of like sitting there blankly staring at nothing while they're giving Lucius this medicine. And she's just like taking all this information in, like, I've been lied to my entire life. I can't even believe this. And I just went into town, which I didn't even know was a thing until now, to go save someone. I agree from, that
1: would have made it like way better, is that
0: right at the end. Yeah, if you had done all these things, I guarantee you the movie would have been way better. The only only
1: reason they didn't do that is because they tried to fit in that Adrian Brody thing. Like if you don't know that the monsters are fake and you're watching that whole scene, then you're kind of
0: like lost. Yes, but what I'm saying is if they had done all that at the very end and then just like right after he explains, oh yeah, we had this society built to protect you guys because of these reasons and then go through all the reasons and then finally like... Lucius opens his eyes and then roll the credits. That's it. That would have been amazing. That would have made it so much better because then you would have been like, wait, what? Because the fact that you find out 30 minutes before the movie's over that they were the monsters the whole time, you're like, okay, cool. Now what? And then they just keep on like unraveling more shit. You're like, this is unnecessary. I'm sorry
1: what no it was cool the whole backstory to the cult that was super interesting and what i got no, 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 this the... time that i didn't catch last time is the dude that started the cult his dad was a billionaire who got shot and then they're living on his like reservation which i didn't even know the first time yes um, and then also, also i thought did is, you like, see nmik try- Shyamalan? oh yeah it's he's a fucking alfred hit alfred hitchcock wannabe yeah um but what was also cool I didn't notice is like at the very beginning they're like trying to hint that they're living in the eighteen hundreds when they're obviously like living in the two thousands which is really interesting. Yeah, I mean that's like that's what I'm kid's saying. The grave like, had that like time on it, I think.
0: But also the whole iron stuff and and the they need oil for the lamps. Where are they getting all this oil from? I mean, there's just certain plot holes that I would I would like to see. or like to see so that I could. That's have understood. a
1: crazy like picky plot hole
0: hey man, you told me to pick apart this movie and I ripped it a new ass. All right, here's okay. what you
1: missed. But uh... wait,
0: hang on, hang on. The only things that I really liked in this whole movie, two parts, that's it. Noah hiding and giggling in the closet, And then the chick, like, grabbing her sweater right past him. And he's like, (laughs) that was hilarious. And then her sister being denied a hand in marriage. It's so funny. She's like, I mean, if we have love in our hearts, why don't we just share that love? I love you. I love you. And then, like, (laughs) best parts of the whole movie. All right.
1: Here's my defense for the movie. One, this movie has way more of a superstar cast than I remember. That's Sigourney yeah, Weaver, dude, joaquin fucking Jesse Eisenberg had a little cameo in it, which is crazy. That guy
0: from um the the Social Network. Yeah, He's Jesse in that Eisenberg. Movie. Well, that we said the same thing but different ways. Okay.
1: um Walking Phoenix was amazing in this movie. I thought he, he did was a phenomenal very job. very
0: good, but I will say the scene, also another thing that I didn't like was the scene where he gets stabbed. They didn't do that up enough. Like,
1: well, I thought they did cuz they did it in silence. And like th- th- when the dude goes back for the second stabbing, that's like completely unexpected. I was like, "Oh, maybe he'll survive." And then he's like standing there for like yes. 10 seconds. <clears throat> and goes back. And then the scene where Adrian Brody I think goes to his parents and he's like shows his hands and he's like laughing, and then crying, it gave me mm-hmm. chills. I was like, holy That was crap. really good. Yeah, that the part was actually
0: phenomenal. Great. But the fact that he, like, stabbed him and Joaquin just kind of, like, stood there blank staring, I'm like, okay, you, you should react somehow that you just got stabbed. Like, like, inhale or, or like even jolt a little bit you know just the slightest bit of reaction would have been great but he just kind of stood there because he was, that was completely my only, shocked
1: he was like had that was no my idea well, i know but coming. like and all oh, felt so bad shocked, joaquin would... was happy he was like oh i'm sorry dude sometimes it happens and then, boom joaquin's been like sad and like depressed the whole movie not feeling he he feels like it was his reason the fucking monsters came into the town this guy catches one little break and stabbed yeah it's a sad moment
0: yeah, not bad. Okay, so what was what was the thing that you said I missed?
1: Uh, no, those are basically those are basically yeah. I think this movie, it's hard. For, it was hard for me to revisit it because I know the plot twist.
0: Um, that's what
1: I mentioned to you, I think, yesterday, too. It's like it's going to be very hard to put yourself in that point in time where you didn't see this coming and then have the same reaction to, oh, that was a crazy twist. I do agree yeah. that it could have been executed differently and maybe had more punch. But I still think I didn't see that coming at all that I was watching this movie of, of people that were convincing some uh other people in the year 2000 that they were in the 1800s like did not see that coming at all the monster I, I i like the tropes of the colors i mean a lot of shows do that breaking bad does that a ton right where everything red is bad and then like the lighter colors like blue are pure and good yeah and but like they that. really
0: like they paid attention a lot to the colors and they're like whoa, whoa, whoa. You, like like they freaked out when they saw one red flower and they're like bury it bury it right yeah now. that's Hide. like
1: that much fear
0: but I'm just saying like it didn't make any sense to me. Like maybe maybe choose a different color or exactly. something like Exactly. It does make sense because like,
1: it's a fucking cult. Like that's how like deep and twisted I don't know. It just is. didn't seem
0: right to me. It seems it seemed stupid. I feel like even if I was in that cult, quote unquote, I would have been like, No, this is kinda stupid. I'm gonna I'm gonna see for myself how bad these monsters are because from what I saw, they the only killed two animals and it was like the stupidest thing. Like I I I could have defeated that animal or that
1: you would have been brainwashed, dude
0: nah man i'm too smart to be brainwashed (laughs) no
1: i think it's it's hard to revisit the movie gets shit on shit on way more i think it was a it was a good enough plot twist that made it a oh that was kind of cool shit um the slow-mo scene where joaquin runs in to grab her and she's just standing at the doorway and you see the monster starting to reach in i thought that scene was fucking sick you remember that i
0: thought that could have been done better I feel what
1: that was so I dumb. really
0: do No, it was it was like anywhere there wasn't enough thriller or, or like uh what's the word I'm looking for that was all the
1: suspense that you could have had It was suspense. the last second I needed no
0: I needed more suspense and I needed more like more like heart pounding fear that something is going to go wrong and I didn't get that, and I, I, that's again with the monsters too. I needed to feel more fear. I needed to understand the people's fear, and I just didn't understand it because yeah, I don't know. Because in the
1: movie Signs, I didn't have that fear of those monsters, and you know what I mean. Oh, I had anyways.
0: more for them for sure. I, I had a lot why there wasn't more, anything
1: like... else that, that happened in that movie with those monsters.
0: I don't know. Maybe because
1: you heard them walking on the roof in one scene, and like.
0: Honestly, I don't really remember signs that, that much. I just remember it being more scary than this movie when I saw it. This movie, if I, I will tell you right now, if they had made the monster scarier and they had done the reveal at the very end, like I said, and taken out that, that scene where uh, Noah goes into the woods, because that doesn't make any sense to me still. I don't care what you say. It would have been so much better and it would have definitely been able to been rewatched and you're still like, dang, dude, I can't, still can't believe that. That's so crazy. Like, The Sixth Sense... Spoiler spoiler alert for this one. Um, when you find out that he was a ghost the whole time, you are like, "Whoa!" Like even now, I am still like, "I I know he's a ghost, but it's weird, like thinking that he's normal or thinking that he's real because he, he it looks like he's real the entire time." But in this movie, I just couldn't buy into the fact that those monsters. On the second time watching it, revisiting it, I couldn't buy into the fact that those monsters were actually monsters.
1: What do you give this uh, movie rating wise? Oh, if you
0: easily forty nine percent.
1: Interesting. What do you think the fans would give it?
0: Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying what personally what I say. I I, I think it was terrible. What was what's the actual? Okay, I'll I'll try to guess the actual score and well, yeah. the do audience think, score.
1: Actually, just just guess your score and then say whether or not you think the fans. Went higher or lower than
0: Chris? Okay, I think that they went lower, just because I've heard a lot of shit talking from this, from that, in general, from like all my friends. Yeah, besides I feel you. like
1: the fans probably went lower.
0: I bet you they went probably uh, like twelve percent.
1: Yeah, forty-three percent thermometer. 57% audience.
0: Really? The audience actually scored? I, I was pretty close to thermometer. I mean, that's not bad. 49%. They said 47? 43. Okay. Oh, they said yeah, 43. I, th-
1: I think it, it gets shit on a ton. M. Night gets shit on a ton. I think for this being an original movie, it's very creative. They put me in the world. I appreciated the movie. And for the time when I saw it too, I remember it being enough of a plot twist for me. So I still like it. I think that
0: M. Night Shyamalan has great movies. Some are great movies. Some aren't. Um, This was one of those that was not. Not at all. I was not a fan.
1: No, this is middle of the pack. This isn't one of his worst.
0: I was bummed that I had to pay $2.99 to rent it. Let's put it that way. Oh my gosh. You're (laughs) fucking dramatic. Let's go
1: to yours. If you want to talk about fucking the implausibility of there not being a fucking blacksmith walking around, you want to get into your movie? (laughs)
0: I want to get into my movie. Let's hear it.
1: The opening fucking credits is this guy using his butt as a fart jet ski. And you're talking to me about blacksmiths? Yeah. You're insane. We have a movie... Actually, I was so shocked by this movie because I thought it had to do with war. I thought um, he was using a dead body as his, like, tool as a soldier in war. So I was completely lost in this movie. Oh, so you you went
0: into it thinking it was Pokemon and and you got Jigglypuff instead. Or you got uh, Powerpuff Girls. (laughs) Or Digimon, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so this, this guy's stranded on an island, he's about to kill himself, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, a corpse, washes up on shore. This guy thinks, oh, uh, maybe I have someone that can occupy my time now because I need to uh, not lose my sanity and I'm lonely as shit. So he goes over to the guy, it turns out he's dead, he goes back to almost killing himself, and then Daniel Radcliffe starts farting, right? so
0: a lot of farts
1: so the guy who's about to kill himself is like wow let me go check this out and then he starts interacting with the corpse more and more throughout the movie with the corpse's other bodily reactions and he starts talking to the corpse he's obviously hallucinating and hearing the corpse talking back to him and then they basically go on an adventure to get this guy back home who you find out ran away from home uh they go on some wacky adventures jet skiing farting around uh they use the corpse as a machine gun the corpse turns into a water dispenser somehow the corpse turns into a karate machine type of thing that can break wood and things of that nature Um, they find themselves throughout the journey they learn more about the boy who ran away from home and why he ran away there's this underlying thing of uh, the girl that got away that he wasn't able to uh, rekindle with. And they uh, have these like fake parties with the corpse, mind you, this whole time. Uh, pretending that they're the girl and the boy on the bus and things like that. They eventually find their way back home and try to meet up with the girl who is married with a life of her own. And then they there's this realization that the guy wasn't ready to go back into society because he's on the news now and they're trying to take the corpse away and they're um, kind of freak they're asking a lot of questions like why are you with this corpse this corpse has been obviously dead for weeks what the hell is going on the girl that he wanted to go see it turns out he's essentially a stalker and has been stalking this girl with pictures in his phone and she has no idea who he is and the movie ends uh, with the corpse being a farting jet ski and riding off into the sunset essentially. This movie was weird. There wasn't any like satisfying end or resolution. It left me very unsatisfied.
0: <laughs> okay, what what were so <laughs> what were your takeaways? like what what was your synopsis of what could have been changed and what you hated the most?
1: I thought it was a brilliant concept, but a very strange execution and not strange in like a redeeming way. Almost just strange for the sake of being strange. I thought the farting in the beginning was very overdone. Almost like Rick and Morty in the earlier seasons where Rick's uh, burping is like way overdone. Oh yeah, totally. His his love connection is very creepy because they want you to root for this guy to get with this girl. But it turns out he's a fucking stalker like weirdo it's very strange like knowing that that he was just taking pictures of, the, of this girl and fantasizing this whole life and then went to her house um so th- it would have been a lot different if they had known each other and she's like oh my gosh where'd you go when they see each other but there's no payoff when he sees her like there's no payoff at all
0: yeah, he kinda uh, like shakes his head like, No, 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 I'm 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 okay, it's fine, it's nothing it's all right.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. The projectile water, the farting, the shooting machine gun, uh the karate chop arms, I don't understand how that happened. But at this point in the movie, I don't know whether or not to try to rationalize certain things or to just accept it for what it is. Like I don't know whether to read deeper into the movie and be like, Oh, he's obviously hallucinating and he's talking to himself in the form of the corpse um like i start trying to go down that rabbit hole of like understanding what the writers were trying to make the viewer try to understand from it but then when i try doing that then i'm like wait what's all this other shit that makes zero sense like how is he a machine gun now so it's hard for me to get a deeper understanding for the movie when they go so much into the absurdity but they go so much into the absurdity and not even like a funny way it's just a weird way um how long was he gone like two weeks i forget why i wrote that him like running away from home yeah he he wasn't very far from home
0: no not at all actually so
1: he was about to hang himself instead of just taking a two-day walk back Mm -hmm. home
0: well he was he went on some sort of ship i think and then he got stranded and now he has no idea where he is um, his cell phone battery is very, very low, um, and he's trying to find his way back home, but he can't find his way back home. I think it's been longer than two weeks because he got a full beard. I mean, that, that doesn't just grow in two weeks, you know. Um, yeah, that's true. But- One
1: final thought is the music was cool, the harmonizing. Um, without the music in the movie, I think this movie would have been even weirder, weirder. Like a lot of the very weird scenes are like covered by this really cool musical score. But it doesn't take away from the fact that it's still a fucking weird scene. So elaborate me. I don't know how to make this movie better because I think it's, I don't know what it's trying to be. Okay, like, I, I think w- it would have been better. I think it would have been better if he had known the girl and there was some kind of payoff when he went back home. And it would have been cool if there was some kind of connection, like, oh, the corpse was the girl's dead brother, or like there was something there. The zero connection, there's there no payoff. There's no, like, oh, that's kind of cool. It's just like, oh, this is like uncomfortable and strange at the end. That happening would have been a cool payoff. Um, and everything else, like, I don't know really how to make it better because it is what it is
0: okay I can I can understand that but I'm gonna tell you why the movie is so great in my eyes um first off before seeing the movie I had no idea what it was gonna be so <laughs> I saw the preview for it and it was like you know he he goes to the dead body and he hears it fart and he's like what and then he like then he's you know, like dancing with the corpse and it's karate chopping and it's like a machine gun and stuff. And I'm like, well, this looks very interesting. I kind of got to watch it now. Plus Daniel Radcliffe's in it, so I had to watch that as well because like I said, I love Harry Potter. Um, And then I watched the movie and I was dying laughing the first five minutes when he's farting that much because I thought that was so funny um but then after I watched the movie I kind of sat there and realized is there like a deeper meaning to the movie and then I thought about it for a while and then I saw it again and I really like bought into the fact of the deeper meaning that I kind of threw in there myself I'm, I'm hoping this is correct I don't actually know Um, but what I got from it was the guy was an outcast pretty much in society and he pretty much meant nothing to anyone, anyone in his, in his life. So he ran away because he was afraid of taking a chance with that girl. He was afraid of, you know, as, as, as he is explaining certain things to the corpse, the corpse is becoming more and more alive. So the way I saw it was he is actually becoming more and more himself the more that that corpse is learning about life, like he's like, oh, you shouldn't masturbate. It's bad. This, you, you don't talk about that stuff. And then the corpse kind of like guides him into the realization that it's actually a good thing. You shouldn't be upset to do that. And then he's also talking about farting. He's like, why, why should we hide our farts? And he's like, because people don't like that. He's like, well, that's just dumb. And then he kind of like becomes more and more alive because of that. And then he really likes this girl, but he's too afraid to ask her out. And he's like, look, man, what? What would you do if she was right there? She's right there. She's she's 5 feet away from you. You could talk to her. You could be the one that is going to live with her for the rest of your life. She's alone, you're alone. Why not be alone together and be together? And then he like becomes more and more alive. And then uh at the very end when you find out that there was a dead it was a dead body the entire time and it hasn't been moving like he's this it's all been in his head pretty much the whole time um and then it farts off into the sunset i think what's really happening is he is farting and everyone is like kind of he's revealing who he really is now and that's why you have different reactions from people at the end one person was like smiling the other person was like what the fuck is going on and then the other person is like okay kind of like whatever and then the dad's like yeah finally you're you're being who you should be that's what i took from the movie at least
1: i don't get i get the Everything else but the ending, I get the him uh, coming into some more confidence within himself, mm-hmm. uh, talking out his irrational fears of things. But the ending, him coming himself, I don't get that. So the dude just ran off with the corpse back into the jungle because he didn't want to face society. And then when he was about to lose the confidence, which was the corpse, right? He just mm-hmm. starts farting. But I still don't. No one else is aware. Like I don't know, I don't get that. So, no one okay, else is like thinking when, this guy's he's everyone's thinking what the fuck is wrong with this guy? He's been gone for months with the corpse. Not he's not confident.
0: Yeah, it's it's that he's no longer he does he doesn't feel confident anymore because now he's scared of society. He was all okay with that by himself with the corpse because that's just who he was being on his own. He wasn't afraid of the judgment of everyone else. But now that they're there, he got scared. So he's like, no, 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 we got to run away. We got to leave. We got to go somewhere else. So then he goes and then tries to go back to his old society. And then he realizes, you know what? Screw society, man. I am going to be who I want to be. So you guys just have to accept it. And that's at the very end scene where you see Daniel Radcliffe farting off into the sunset, jet skiing away. So what's real and what's not? What's real is... All the stuff that he's talking about with the corpse, that's all real. That's all in his head. But what's not real is the corpse moving at all.
1: This dude's a psycho. To me, it's just too weird to like be redeeming and cute. Like the idea like, of walking it. around this corpse and trying to drink water from its mouth. And okay,
0: that part's not real. Like anything just that's
1: just a matter. Imag- no, but like he had to have been trying to do it, right? If that's no, all. no, no, no,
0: no. Anything that's interacting Imagine... with that corpse is not real. Like he, he was right by like Him a dancing stream. with it. That was real. He was doing that.
1: So- <laughs>
0: what the fuck? <laughs> Anytime that the, that the corpse was moving on its own or like some bodily function was happening, that was all in his head and making him realize that it's okay to be who you are.
1: I like the underlying, like him getting his confidence. I'm totally cool on that. I just think they're, they're, I don't know, because I don't know if he's in a better place in his life because he's. Does he keep the confidence now because the corpse is gone and he's still in a shitload of trouble with the cops, this girl that he has obviously been stalking and his dad. I don't yeah. I didn't get the idea that his dad's proud of him at the end of the movie.
0: His dad's like, proud that confident? he is now being confident. Yes. I don't know
1: if I got that.
0: Oh, I did. Oh, but also, sorry, sorry, really quick. Um, What I thought was really cool, I, I watched an interview with the, the two guys that made the movie and Who basically- is, What
1: other movies was that one guy in? I've seen him in other stuff.
0: He's in um, one of the Mission Impossibles. He's also in The Girl Next Door. And he's in something else. I don't remember what it is, though. Um, All right, I'll look it up. Oh, he's also in Little Miss Sunshine
1: oh yes that's it that's it
0: yeah um so yeah anyway uh, I watched an interview with the two guys that made the movie and they said that all the farts in that movie were actually a combined effort between the two guys that made it and Paul Dano the guy with the beard but Daniel Radcliffe refused to do any of the farting so none of those farts that he's doing are actually his farts I think it's hilarious um I would also, think
1: not they had a farting a lot That'd right be really you would think that it
0: totally would be <laughs> Uh, and then, um, those two guys, they hate acapella music. They hate the song Cotton Eye Joe and they hate fart humor. So they said, if we're going to make a movie about things that's, that we hate, we will do it right. So that's why they did it about those certain things because they're like, if it's something that we hate, we're going to work hard so that it's something that we actually enjoy to watch, you know?
1: I like that. Right? Isn't I, it so I liked, awesome? I like the confidence undertone in it now. I do uh-huh. enjoy that.
0: That is super cool. Like, learning that made me like the movie even more because it's like, you made a movie of something that you hate. Three things that you hate and it's just completely stacked inside that movie. They had all acapella music. In fact, in of the music in there was acapella um the cotton eye joe was like a huge part in that whole movie and farts were a huge part in that whole movie so it's like dude i can't believe you just took three things that you hate and you made a great movie with it what would Here be, be your what f- i give okay yeah
1: i give the movie a 70 i don't think that it'll be rated that low i think because of its uniqueness it's gonna get a very high audience score but a like moderate tomato score i, I can see the tomato score like 75
0: Oh, dude, I can see eighty across the board with audience and uh, tomato meter or tomato meter. Let's see, this
1: was army. I'm fucking money, dude. Tomato meter is seventy-one. Audience is seventy-two.
0: Oh, really? I I thought for sure like eighty. Okay, not bad.
1: It's funny. I was at a, so whoa. Lesson, folks. You're never on the same wavelength as the truth if you're weighing something that you have a very good opinion on. You were more on the village than I, I totally was. I yeah. was more on this than you were.
0: Wow, that's actually kinda of crazy to think about.
1: Whoa, did we have our first like fable lesson? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was your lesson, folks. You've gone 43 or 42 episodes just to get that little fable right there, that little lesson. There you go.
1: You're welcome.
0: Whatever you hate, you'll probably be able to score it better than something that you love because it's true and close to your heart.
1: Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm very curious in hearing what you think about these movies. If you've not seen them, I recommend checking them out. They're both worth a watch despite some disparaging remarks about a 299 rental mother freaking daniel get out. the movies watch them if you've never seen them if you've seen them then like you probably already know but check them out
0: yes i highly recommend it guys and from all of us here at chiefin keep chiefing
1: keep achieving